The adventures continue with today's episode of the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. Y'all, this is Chris McAdoo, as always, honored to be in your ears and honored to be in your ears today with a special episode featuring Force of Nature, Jade Adams, founder of Oglewood Avenue. Jalen Baker returns to the mic to have these amazing in-depth conversations with recent graduates of the 100 Knoxville Business Accelerator Program from the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City. The Maker City. So Jade is such an incredible person, such a genuine and nurturing spirit. And she's a recent graduate from 100 Knoxville, program started by KEC with a goal of growing Black-owned businesses by $10 million in five years. Jade cares so much about her plants, her people, her business. She wants to make every person a plant person. And so if you're from Knoxville, you probably know about her and have hopefully bought a plant. But if you don't, definitely go follow Oglewood Avenue on Instagram and Facebook. Go adopt a plant and join her family. (laughs) And here is this incredible conversation with Jalen Baker and Jade Adams. Good morning, Jade. Good morning, Jade. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. (laughs) So excited. Okay. Um, So you are the owner of Oglewood Ave. And I think a lot of Knoxvillians have either come into your shop or seen you pop up. But um, would you just give us like a quick little overview? Like, what is your passion? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jade Adams. Um, I'm the owner of Oglewood Avenue Plant Shop. And it's a plant shop that is centered around... You guessed it, houseplants. So <laughs> indoor houseplants, succulents, cacti, um, nothing outdoor, no flowers, no shrubs, no seeds. But if you are into plants that strictly only live inside, then mm-hmm, Oglewood mm-hmm. Avenue could be a place for you. So. It definitely is a place for you. You might not even know it yet. You'll find a plant that you love. So um, you have been sharing your green thumb with Knoxville for several years. And I personally have benefited from that, I can say. <laughs> like totally hit you up and been like, my croton's dying, help. Yeah. Um, but when did you discover that your thumb was green? Like, was this a childhood discovery? Or when, when did you realize, like, plants were your thing? Yeah, no, so this is more of, like, a recent passion, um, probably within the last five years, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I kind of found the passion, um, and I hit the ball running. I have a sort of, like, addictive nature, so it was only... Um, suitable that I would find something and yes pour it into plants yeah (laughs) stick with it and so plants just became that hobby but it was at the last year of college that I really began to like plants start off with one uh, figured out if I could keep it alive for a year I was doing really well Mm -hmm. so I used it as like a self-care metric Mm -hmm. during college because college in your last year of college is very stressful um so I kept a plant alive for a year and then afterwards it became like a a Pokemon collect them all (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> this one's a little bit different than the other, even though you right. have the same one at home sort of thing. Oh, for sure. But this yeah. one has a special leaf, a special a, stri- a stripe. Yeah, this one's longer, but yeah. it's the same plant. You're taking yeah. three of the same ones home. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the last year of college was when I really got into it. And then I graduated during 2019 when the pandemic happened. Uh, Crazy so times. Then I just poured myself into plants because that's what you do when you're yeah. stuck at home. <laughs> And I mean, I feel like during the pandemic, a lot of people found houseplants or I don't know, it just became like a thing. But how have you kind of harnessed that and created like a culture and a community around it in Knoxville specifically? It's kind of like 
a really special thing to be able to get a plant from Oglewood Ave. I, th- I feel like. Yeah, it's actually it's a super cool um, thing for me because I feel like everyone was at home like watching this business grow. Yeah. Um, so I've had people who have been following the business model in like Oglewood since it first started when I was selling plants out of the house mm-hmm. to like now seeing it as a brick and mortar like three years later. Um, so I feel like when you do come and, and you know the story and you have like watched it like be bootstrapped from the ground up and see yep. the store change and add more things and grow and evolve, I think it feels like you're growing and involving with, with it. it. Yeah. Um, and so it's really cool when customers like see the store when it had two tables to now it looks like an actual store mm-hmm. and so um, it's like I an think, oasis in there yeah thank you <laughs> I think it's really cool that like everyone has like seen it it's not just like you buy a store and like it's fully ready right it's like a baby and yep. now she's a toddler and mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that people kind of have seen it evolve in all these different stages yeah um, so I think getting a plant from the store um, kind of like adds to like adds to a story rather right. than you're just going in buying yep. a plant and leaving. That's um, so I true. think it has like a rhyme and a reason for it and and it's really like a special thing. I think people are always come in and they're like, I remember when mm-hmm. you used to give me a plant out of your car. Like, yeah, <laughs> those were the good old days. That was me. That was, like, that was me a couple years ago. So I think it's I think everyone kind of like buys into maybe not even the plant, but just um, seeing it grow, I think is, yeah. is like a special thing. Yeah. Where do you wants. find your rare plants? Can you tell me the secrets? Oh, it's like, like Hunger Games. This? I have I every so I'm awful on Mondays and Tuesdays, and I uh-huh. go to different states, um, nice. surrounding states, and uh-huh. I beg growers to let me <laughs> to let me have their rare stock plants. Oh sometimes God. it works, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. I just like make really good collection or connections with growers mm-hmm. um, and plant people, and I just beg them. If I find anything cool in their like bat greenhouses to like let me have it, that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like well, one of your strengths, and not I feel I've seen it, is building community yeah. through your business and uh, just with clients and and obviously even like business to business. Um, how do you feel like you've been able to use social media because there's a tribe following you on social media? How have you used that to build community? Yeah, so it's it's fun because it it all blew up my first year, and yeah, and so I wasn't expecting the following of plants that um, <laughs> of, that came. I thought it was a like a hidden hobby, like a secret hobby. You know, you're like I only do this, right? Like no one else does this, yeah. and then when you put your hobby out, you're like, oh, there's a lot of mm-hmm. us who like plants, and so. Um, I think it was cool. Since everyone did get into it during the pandemic, um, it became like a very trendy thing to get into. Yep. And I think now it's very much sustainable. And once you get plants in, you love plants. You're not gonna you're not gonna stop the hobby. But um, it's really cool that with now the community, now that we all do love plants, we can do plant swaps, right? So you bring a plant that you don't want, uh, someone has mm-hmm, a plant you do want, mm-hmm. it's like currency and you switch. And so <laughs> adding things like that or classes or workshops where people can talk about plants. Because the thing about it is if you're not a plant person, it's going to sound like a foreign language if I'm rambling to you my collection right. of 100 at home and you don't know anything. You're yeah, it's like really, all Latin names. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, people would be like, that's a cool leaf. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. But if you add another plant person, then you're both excited and you get to share a story 
stories and talk about your favorites. And yeah. it is just like a really niche community. Um, and so when you do things like adding plant swaps or doing markets with other small business owners um, that helps them out or mm-hmm. doing classes where the plant people now get to talk to each other, um, it does like build this like really cool sense of community yeah. um, around plants which is Mm -hmm. so fun (laughs) which Um, is really fun which is really fun yeah it's like this whole world out there um that you're a part of yeah and I feel like like a lot of people might not get into the science and the deep down nitty-gritty of like okay how do I actually make this plant thrive or you know cultivate this and and help it to grow but you have a background in science yeah yeah (laughs) so that is was that kind of a push to get into plants or did that has that helped you like understand the care and thriving of plants yeah I I think a little bit so I come from a a microbiology and chemistry background Mm -hmm. so Whenever it talks about like fertilizer, there's like like NPK. There's like certain things, that, right? Letters um, to me, <laughs> yeah. That I that I would know um, just because of that. I did more microbiology, so it is a little bit more things you can't see. Rather than botany, I was waited a little too late to do botany. I was like, I think it was junior, and I was like, I can't do anything. Uh, okay, I think botany would have been a, a better um, sense of mind use of my time but it's okay um but I know a little bit more because of it but because of because I had that background I really wanted to educate people yeah so I think half of the store is you finding a pretty plant I think the other half is me like rambling gear tips so that you don't kill it when you get right. home. um and so the one thing we do do really well in my opinion is educate on mm-hmm. people so whenever you get a plant you at least know how to take care of it when you get home right? rather than you getting it at, at, a, at a place and just not knowing what to do. Exactly. Um, so because I have a little bit more background, I made it like my mission to educate everyone who comes in the store. Yeah. Um, maybe not as scientific, but I at least like mouth vomit things that just the basics no yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone should know so i think it helped me a little bit or if there's a paper i can kind of read it but i think what's really helped is just trial and error for yeah. every play i can tell you about i killed it five times or ten or okay that makes me feel better yeah. <laughs> at least four times i have decimated the plant yeah and i just try again with like a different um added element so it's kind yeah. of like science just uh-huh. kind of like my background is so i kind of just tweak the experiment a little bit okay and then see what happens so that's what I always tell people. Uh huh. I'm curious what you, how you feel about. Um, I don't know if you've like noticed on iPhone there, you can like point your camera at a plant and it like tells you what it is and like you can. I don't know. It's almost like a AI experience with a plant. Yeah. Have you dug into that? How do you feel about? Sometimes it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like sometimes it's pretty accurate. Mostly for outdoor plants and gardens. Stuff. Okay. Sometimes for indoor plants, it will just tell you like a generic name. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like 50-50. So at some point, someone's like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. And I'll get it and use it. And I'll be like, this seems right. Or sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not right. So yeah. it's like teeters. You can only trust it as far as its limits. Okay. But I think it's really cool that um, it does that. And there's like apps too nowadays that like if you put your plant, it like gives you the notification to water all the time and it like tells you which oh, nice. sun so like it yeah. takes the guesswork out of it right which is pretty cool too that's really but yeah, cool. ai is getting apps are getting there it's like mm-hmm. you're, at, you're at home teacher too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, I want to take it back a little bit to understand the name of your shop and why you decided to call it Oglewood Avenue, what's special about the neighborhood that you're placed in, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I lived on a street called Oglewood Avenue. Um, it is right beside the store, so people always will call and they're like, I'm on this street and I don't see the storefront. And I'm like, it is a minute away. Don't you worry. Yeah. Um, but I was living on that street for the first year and um, I was at home all the time like everybody else and I had 300 house plants that I didn't know what to do with and everyone was like spring cleaning um, their places and doing all these at home projects because we all had time I don't have a lot I had plants I had 300 plants um, it was just me and my plants and in a inside jungle inside just like a jungle thriving. that was hidden that no one knew about except me and so oh my, my mom God. came over one time and she was like this is a lot. Uh-huh. Like your hoarding has gotten a little out of control. I don't have anywhere to sit in this it's house. like plants coming out the corner. Yeah, she was like, this, <laughs> like, what do you do all day? I'm like, this is what I do. It's so... That's she was like, we should thin it down. Like, you can't possibly love all 300 plants. You're like, I, I, do, like, I do, actually. Even the ones dying in the corner. Like, I have an emotional attachment yeah. to this pot of soil. Yes. I'm not going to, like, uh. kill it. And so... <laughs> She was like, we should just thin down. I was like, okay, okay. So I pick like my top 50 or 70 and then the rest, she was like, we should sell. So, um, I did a Facebook group. It's called, Mm -hmm. it was called a, the title was plant sunroom sale. And I posted it on Marketplace with all of these plants. Yeah. Um, and then people loved it and adopted them. And they all have new homes. They all had names. I gave them a story. I'm like, this is Henry. He's from right. Detroit. I got him at a farmer's market. He's from Detroit. <laughs> Please don't kill him. <laughs> so I was getting rid of all these plants I had a very strong emotional attachment to. Yeah. Um, and they would pick them up on my porch, which was Oglewood Avenue. So I made an Instagram just so people could, like, pick them up because I was selling a mass amount of them right? Um, at a very fast time. So I just na- I named it my street name and I put them on my porch if I wasn't there and people would come to the house and pick them up, which looking back seems not smart, but hey, here we are. Um, and so after that got done, the name just kind of stuck. Uh, it wasn't anything special. I, I didn't like think of a name for the storefront. It just right. kind of happened, which yeah. was the name of my street. And so natural. Uh, yeah, it was a natural fit. And whenever I found the store, I just couldn't bring myself to change the right. name at that point. Cause it, I mean, Broadway doesn't really have that much of a Broadway ring. Plants, yeah, I was like, it didn't really, it didn't really stick like yeah. Oglewood does. And yeah. so, um, yeah, and it's super close to the street that it's named about. And yeah. so it just seemed like a really nice fit. Mm-hmm. I love that name. Um, okay, I feel like Knoxville can find stories about you pretty much anywhere. I mean, like, new to Knox is not a story. Like, there's there's stories out there. So if you want to deep dive, feel free to go do that. But what is something that maybe people wouldn't know about you Ooh, what that you'd like to share with the public? Wouldn't? No, that's it. I haven't got <laughs> that question before. I don't know. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Is this my Barbara Walters moment? Oh, my gosh. What do they talk about me? Let me think about it. I've never been asked that question. <laughs> now I'm sweating. <laughs> okay. okay. If you could be an animal, what would you be? Oh, when I was born, <laughs> I was a pound and three uh, ounces. Are you kidding and me? And I have a third kidney, so I don't drink as much water because it filters out. Yeah, there's three kidneys in here. Wow. Yeah. A pound? I was a pound. Yeah, I was born three months early, and I was a wow. pound and four ounces, and I could fit in my mom's like hand and oh they didn't goodness. have clothes for me so I had to wear Barbie clothes and like teddy bear clothes so no 
freaking way. Yeah, I've been in the same shoes since fourth grade. I'm oh like, my I gosh. I don't grow. Ever. Wow. Yeah, I was a pound. So that was pretty cool. Oh my gosh. That's, that's incredible. Um, not you don't grow. You do grow. Not my shoes, Just- <laughs> What is something to talk about growth and just, you know, um, learning to thrive? What is something that you are learning right now? Whether it's from the 100 Knoxville pro- program that you're implementing or just something in life that you're learning? Um, I am learning that you have to take the highs with the lows. I think I was, I've been on such a high for a lot of years with business. Yeah. Um, my story is one that you don't hear about often um, with just how immediately people took to it. Yeah. And now I'm in more of a consistent level. And I think I was at a high for so long. I'm not used to being at a more gradual, consistent, mm-hmm. um, like everyday check and grind. Right. And so I think I'm learning to take the craziness with maybe the steadiness, yeah. which I haven't really learned thus far. I'm always on hundred percent. I'm always go, go, go. I always want mm-hmm. to be in the thick of it. And so taking a step back and like just letting Ogle run as she is yeah. without trying to like keep up with the Joneses of my mind of like, Oh yeah. Let's do an event every week or the race is, is sometimes mental, like yeah. internal. That's true. And it's like, I have to do this. And it's like, Whoa, well, if you don't, don't, you, have if to? you don't have, you don't really, it, she's fine. Like that's, yeah. it's fine. And so, um, I think it's a growing pain for me to not want to like do it all and yeah. sit back and be like, Hey, let's, let's plan one thing or right. maybe let's do two this month. Like let's, let's not, Grind at a hundred percent at our at our maximum capacity all the time, all of the time. <laughs> like it is okay. That's great. And so that's um, such a vital lesson. Yeah, I I've mean to like sustainably, before. you Thank know, you. continue into the future. <laughs> it's more of a sustainable, not yeah. like all head on the heels and like we're just gonna you just can't do it for years. So no. I think it's that's that. Great. Oh, and that I like am probably gonna be a serial entrepreneur my entire life. <laughs> can't get rid of that <laughs> i realized that this year i'm like what can i like what can i what can i do what else can i be doing yeah. and so um yeah i think it's growing pains and then just like now it's like i think my career is going to be entrepreneurship in some yeah. capacity which is really cool we'll see how it unfolds yeah which what is happens? really cool to like have my creative juices like with olga wood but also like okay when she's, do when she's grown, yes. she's a toddler right now. We yes. got some time, mm-hmm. but when she's grown, what other things do you want to yeah. do? And then just start thinking past myself, which That's is kind of cool. Yeah, That's really fun. Um, tell me about, okay, so 100 Knoxville, you went through the program, but now you've like circled back yeah. and like come back as a mentor. Um, and so what has that experience been like being able to not only go through it, but then like share that? Yeah, 100 Knoxville is a he- like heels on the ground, um, really intense boot camp to be a part of. And it's super rewarding and it tests your limits and it tests your strengths and it builds your foundation. And it's um, a great program. If anyone's ever interested, I would 100% recommend it um, as a men as a, a person who attended it, but as yeah. a, I circle back and now I'm a mentor and it's cool because I have a, I think I have a different perspective since I've already been through mm-hmm. it. I just know kind of how um, rigorous it can be, right. but also how rewarding it can be. And so it's kind of like when you're a, <laughs> somebody's here. <laughs> it's kind of like when you are a student and then you become the teacher, you have both perspectives. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's, it's easier for me to relate to the students and the and the cohorts that 
pass by That's because awesome. I have been in your shoes. And it's like, look, I have done this before. I know um, how you're feeling or this is how I um, allocated my funds or this is like how it helped right. me. Yep. And so I, I feel like it's a nice like friendship perspective where it's like, come, come with me. I've walked this path yep. before. Yep. <laughs> I've walked this path before. Take my hand. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a cool perspective to be able to be on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like, also help other people who are like in my shoes. Yep. Tell me one way that Knoxville can support you right now. What's one thing you would ask? Ooh, well, other than buying a plant, which I think is the best way to support me (laughs) (laughs) and the store. um, I would say what's one way Knoxville can support me? Well, we're going to roll out um, Janice and Janice is my pop-up shop. Janice. Janice. That's right. I got to meet Janice. You got to meet Janice. But we're going to roll her out a lot in the summer and the fall. And so um, the best way is if you're out and you see Janice to come say hi. Yes. Yeah. It's it's more of like a mobile on the go um, addition that we're adding. So if you don't want to come to the plant store, the plant store will come to you. um, other Find you. Yeah. We'll find (laughs) you one way or another to buy a plant. But if you see Janice out, um, stop by and say hi or see, see, see what plants are in the mobile pool pop-up shop if you're not gonna I love just, it. yeah around town so. super fun okay yeah. uh thanks so much for coming to talk with me well, it was fun thank you. i had a blast <laughs> it's such a pretty place thanks for listening to the big ideas welcome podcast this show is produced and edited by anthony palmer and is part of the palm tree podco network of podcasts big ideas welcome is hosted by chris mcadoo and brought to you by the knoxville entrepreneur center a non-profit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown knoxville tennessee You can learn more at noxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.